millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. The United Nations Human Rights Body is meeting in Geneva and they are particularly concerned about the killings related to the Philippines' war on drugs. Construction at Sangri Airport in Cavite should be done by September. That is the goal of Transportation Secretary Art Tugade, who just signed a pledge with five airline operators to work together to decongest Naia. A suicide prevention hotline in the Philippines is seeking donations to save its own services after the Department of Health withdraws crucial support. And in Singapore, we listen in on a musical competition that pits birds against birds. Yan po ang headlines. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Killings related to the Philippines' war on drugs is one of the issues that the United Nations Human Rights Body will be tackling in the coming weeks. The new session of the UN Human Rights Council opened in Geneva last Monday. UN High Commissioner for Human Rights Michelle Bachelet says her office is keeping an eye on the Philippines. The extraordinarily high number of deaths and persistent reports of extrajudicial killings in the context of campaigns against drug use continue. Even the officially confirmed numbers of 5,425 deaths would be a matter of most serious concern for any country. Bachelet had this recommendation for the Philippine government. There should also be comprehensive and transparent information from the authorities on the circumstances around the death and investigation related to allegations of violations. This could dispel any false allegations and help regain trust for the authorities. Bachelet is also taking issue with Filipino officials threatening human rights defenders, including journalists and indigenous people's activists. This creates a very real risk of violence against them and undermines rule of law as well as the right to freedom of expression. The Philippines' permanent representative to the UN, Ambassador Evan Garcia, says the UN body has been taken in by, quote, a false narrative peddled by interest groups, unquote. We underline that the human rights situation in the Philippines does not by any measure merit any council action. We are a democratic and vibrant nation with fully functioning accountability mechanisms and an independent judicial judiciary. We trust that the council will remain conscious of our collective obligation to strengthen this body, preserve its credibility, and protect it from being abused by interest groups that use the council and its mechanisms as a platform to advance their self-serving political agendas. Five airline operators have signed a pledge with government to decongest the Ninoy Aquino International Airport as well as to develop Sangli Airport in Cavite. 
Transport Secretary Art Tugade and Tourism Secretary Bernadette Romulo Puyat oversaw the proceedings. They were joined by Cebu Air President Lance Gokongwei, Air Asia CEO Dexter Comendador, Philippine Airlines Officer in Charge Vivian Tan, Pal Express President Bonifacio Sam, and Sebgo Vice President for Corporate Affairs Paterno Mantaring Jr. Tugade says construction at Sangli should be done by September. Yung runway, tapos na yun. Diba? Yes. Yung uh, drainage, 72 to 80%. Yung uh, passenger terminal, 40%. Yung uh, hangar, mga 30%. Bubung na lang yung ilalagay doon. Naiya is only designed for 35 million passengers annually, but passenger traffic has exceeded that by some 10 million. To address congestion at Naiya, Tugade says it will take a caboodle of interventions. The basket of solutions includes, among others, the development of plan, the improvement of facilities in Naia, the looking closely, hopefully, on the offer on the Bulacan Airport, looking at Sunday. Kailangan din ho tuloy-tuloy yung tinatawag natin nitrated capacity. Ito ho ang sistema na kung saan yung mga paliparan natin outside Metro Manila during sunset can still be operational kasi nitrated na. It was on World Suicide Prevention Day in 2016 that the Hope Line project was officially launched in the Philippines, a 24-7 hotline for those suffering from depression and emotional distress. It was founded by the Natasha Goldborn Foundation. NGF is a nonprofit that advocates for suicide prevention, mental health awareness, and wellness. It was able to partner with the Department of Health and Globe Telecom, and they brought their services nationwide. It was even lauded by the World Health Organization. At the time, Dr. Gundo Wheeler, WHO representative to the Philippines, said the initiative to provide counseling and support to people in crisis is crucial because not everyone can turn to a friend, a family member, or a doctor. But now, three years later, the DOH is withdrawing support. Hopeline PH is now seeking donations through the Natasha Goldborn Foundation. Twitter users have rallied behind the organization at Hopeline PH, with some sharing how the hotline was able to save their lives. The WHO has repeatedly stressed the value of getting friends and family with depression to talk and of letting them know that you will listen. Encouraging them to talk about it and to open up is in itself a therapy, a form of treatment. Because there are other people out there who love you. Be ready to be more accepting. Give them a home where they're safe. I'm telling you my story because someone close to you just might need you to listen. Do not judge and please do not give up on them. You are not alone in this journey. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Hopeline PH is now hoping that others will listen to its plea. Just after dawn on Sunday, on a large field in Singapore, a competition was about to begin. About 150 zebra doves were hoisted up in their cages onto tall poles and they pitted their songs against each other. 
the prize, a trophy, and bragging rights. Most of the bird's owners participating were retired men who prided themselves on being able to spot the good singers from when they were still young. One of them was retiree Jason Tan. Jason has won the competition dozens of times, and he found the chirping from birds relaxing and similar, he says, to the voices of human singers. Here he is, talking to Reuters, touching the cage of his zebra dove. His tone is like a human singer. They are beautiful and sweet and echoish. Oh, I feel very, very, very relaxed. I'm very, very happy because it's not easy to come by a beautiful bird and he can perform. You can pay one, two hundred thousands, but you cannot get the beautiful sweetness if for this type of dove. The competition, the sport, is popular in many parts of Southeast Asia. In Singapore, the competition is held in the middle of a housing block several times a year. Jerry Lie, a Malaysian who has been judging bird songs since the 90s, explains how he chooses the winners. Speaking in Mandarin, he says, better birds can sing for longer. You have to listen out for the bird song that has more texture, that is sweeter, that has a long ending. The middle has to be short and slow, so if it's like that, then they will be at the top. So that is considered a good bird. Before we let you go, here's something you need to know. We are capping off June with two more Puma Podcast shows. First, we have got Huli Sabarita, hosted by myself, and I am joined by veteran journalists and experts. And in each episode, we dissect and delve deeper into one particular issue that makes the headlines. In episode one, I will be speaking with ex-Reuters senior reporter and Pulitzer Prize winner Manny Mogato. We talk about the president's health. Do we need an official acknowledgement from from Malacañang? Ano bang gusto mo? Gusto makita ang medical certificate? I mean, ano bang kailangan natin dito? Uh, kasi napakahalaga no kung ating patayan yung ating 1987 constitution ay eh, may karapatan ang mamayan to know the conditions ng ating mga leader. Kasi national interest yan at uh, national security issue na malaman ng lahat kung malusog ba ang ating Pangulo para gampanan yung kanyang mga tungkulin sa ating uh, bansa. No? Kasi hindi mo alam kung may sakit ang Pangulo, tinatago, baka mamaya ibang tao na yung nagde-decide ng uh, para sa kanya. And then we will also have Go Hard Girls, hosted by Palanca Awardi and former NCAA reporter Siege Tantenko. Where we tell the stories of women in sports and imagine what the world would be like if it were better for women. In the first episode, Siege talks to the ladies behind the greatest winning streak nobody is talking about. I'm Kay Pingal, transfer player. Mula nung nag-enyo ako, hindi pa ako nakatikim ng talang. I'm Mika Kacho, power forward, winning record 32-0. I'm Gian Camelo, best three-point shooter ng team, undefeated in three years. I'm Monique Del Carmen, point guard, 64 straight wins. I'm Jack Daniel Animam, in four years, never pa ako natalo sa UAAP. I'm Ria Nabalan, five years, five rings. 
five straight undefeated seasons, 80 straight wins. So there you have it. Do not miss Go Hard Girls and Holy Sabalita. Just subscribe to Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Maraming salamat po. Thank you.